Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. Big day, Lori. Big, Big day. Big day. Having Big a day. son get married. <laughs> Since we've been doing weddings all week, let's talk about wedding sex. Wedding sex? How do you beat that? Maybe you can. <laughs> That's Probably what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Don't forget to check out uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. It really helps us to support the podcast and keep delivering free content. Thanks so much. Great sex, great love. Here comes the big day, Lori. October 28th. It is sneaking up on us. It's a great chance for couples to be intentional and spend some time together. We guarantee you're going to have some different conversations and really move that needle in the direction of more fun and safety. How do you beat that? Absolutely. And we really want you to sign up. Go to our website, foreplaysextherapy.com. You'll find it under the resource section. And we just appreciate those who have already signed up. Hopefully, we will get you all the registration and materials very shortly and love to have the rest of you join us. Well, before we get into the sex part of it, how is it for you to launch a kid, start his own life here? I know. It's really great. We love Kate and we're really welcoming a daughter. We're just so proud of them both. They're the sweetest couple. They had the absolutely sweetest ceremony you could imagine. Nice. And I just, yeah, they really included us as a family and community. They had these super unique things where at one point all the family kind of rushed at them with flower petals. And another point they asked the families, each other's families, to stand and accept the other one into their family. And they had different community members do different things and they walked a labyrinth. And it was just, it was really spectacular. And my son cried, and I cried, and his brothers cried watching him cry, and then I cried at my boys crying, and it was just amazing. Wow, that sounds beautiful. Thank you. Just to have all those symbolic, deep gestures of connection and love and commitment and people crying and just demonstrating their affections for each other sounds like a great day. It was a great day. Yeah, so now you need a vacation. <laughs> I need a vacation. 
stress and build up and oh, my getting things ready. I know you've been doing things for months for this wedding. Yes, we have. It's weddings are stressful. My gosh. And Kate actually was the one who said, knew we were podcasting this afternoon. And she's like, why don't you talk about wedding sex? Which may seem really weird to people that my kids talk to me about sex or even mention it. But I thought that's a great idea. We haven't done that in a long time. And I thought it would just be a good thing to talk about the expectations and mm, you know because a big word. that that first night after you're married you know for many people there's a lot of meaning and significance and cultural expectations about it i think that expectations is the key word because mm. I, I don't ever remember anyone ever talking about it you know so one of the goals of this podcast is getting people to talk about it. Wouldn't it be a great idea to have a conversation about sex the night of your wedding before that actual night <laughs> being more intentional? Because I think a lot of, I know a lot of people I know it's such a long day and there's so much drinking and everything else. It's uh, not such a remarkable night for some people. <laughs> that is so true. You know, they're just exhausted. We, we had the wedding in the morning and then lunch and then there was a little bit of respite. And then uh, the kids had this huge dance where they invited the community. They're swing dancers and there were probably, I don't know, over 120 people at the dance. And I mean, they literally burned calories for hours mm. dancing and dancing and dancing. And I imagine for many couples, like you said, there's drinking, there's dancing, there's too much food, there's way too much family. You know, there's just this collision of all these emotions, people you haven't seen for so long. Um, it was really, it and was you a gotta big be day. On. Yes. You got to be on and talking to everybody and super engaged. And and, and a lot of people got to wake up early the next day and go on a honeymoon. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of stress, a lot of action. So I think it is okay to normalize for some people, I, that honeymoon, honeymoon, that wedding night sex might not be like it, it comes across in the movies. Exactly. Wedding night sex, there's so many fantasies about it. Maybe, you know, the the best sex of your life. or And, you know, for many people, sometimes it's the first sex of their life. And, you know, there's just a ton of expectations and meaning. And I think if you don't talk about it, and it is a tough night, and there's just you know, you're too tired or you're too tired to do a great job of it. You know, there can be a lot of disappointment that can linger for a long time. And, and right. that was actually something that my daughter-in-law told me. She had said, you know, my family obviously talks pretty openly about sex, but she had told me that she and Soren had had a conversation about their expectations. She didn't tell me what they were, thank God, because I don't want to know that kind of stuff. But um, she just did kind of bring it up. So... Yeah, it's interesting. And I just, I'm so proud of them, you know, that they are such open communicators and they talk about stuff like that. It's cool. No, I appreciate it. I've never even thought about having an episode on wedding sex and couples talking about it. It should be part of the premarital counseling. Yes. Like what it's, what yes. is your plan just overall with sex, but certainly on your wedding night is that because there's, if we go back to our basic assessment with best, right, best sex conversations and, you know, if somebody's, the bride's going into it with this huge kind of fairy tale, emotional kind of bonding moment that this is going to be 
it's the highlight of all this kind of work and dating and courting. And all of a sudden, it's not that. Like you said, it could set up this disappointment or, mm. you know, a husband waiting finally to have this kind of magical moment. And mm-hmm. it's, we also want to make room for some people. It is pretty magical. Yeah, exactly. I've heard wonderful stories too, but probably more often than not, you know, no matter how you come into the moment, if you've been sexual with each other or you haven't been, there is just a lot going on in your head that night. A lot. I have done a lot of premarital counseling and I taught a class for about seven years, multiple times a year. And one of the questions that we had during the sex unit was, what are your fantasies about the wedding night? Mm -hmm. You know, so we kind of forced couples to think about that at all. I mean, some of them had never even considered what they might want or how they were going to do it or if they were going to do it. You know, sometimes, especially here in the South, I I counsel couples who are pretty religious and faith-based and they haven't had sex or they haven't had full intercourse. And, you know, we talk about, first of all, do they know what they're doing? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and second of all, what do they want? And I would just say for couples who really are becoming sexual for the first time, you don't have to have intercourse that first night. You know, you if your bodies are just getting to know each other for the first time, oh my gosh, you know, please take your time and enjoy so much about being naked together the first time and mm-hmm. touching. And I mean, just there's, that's, that's maybe nerve wracking enough. That's what a honeymoon for is for in my mind, which is really should be a sex vacation. It's like, don't do anything. Just don't. I don't like, you know, I, I don't like it when people travel and do all these sightseeing things. It's like, just go to the beach and have sex a lot. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. I was, But I, I want to highlight what you're saying that it's okay the night of your wedding not to have sex. I was actually shocked at doing a little research that over half of couples don't have sex on their wedding night. Really? There's in Ireland it says only thirty six percent of couples have sex on their wedding night. Oh so wow. That's because of the longness of the day, I think the party, the drinking, it's just a lot of factors that lead to not having sex. And I think mm-hmm. if you have that expectation that says, Hey, this is a party and we're just kind of giving it our role and we're gonna collapse and then that next day your mind, right? That's that, that's on. the fun part. Party's <laughs> on just the two of us. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. You know, how do you make that romantic? How do you how do you comment on the highlights of that wedding night to bring that into the bedroom? I think that's what's so beautiful. You know, to tell your bride how gorgeous she looked and how handsome the husband was or whatever your 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 makeup just to kind of replay. Maybe you sit down and you you watch the videotape or if you got some pictures, uh, you know, to just prime that pump, right? But now you got the energy of the day after with the mm-hmm. kind of romance what do you mm-hmm. think of that, Laurie? I like that idea. I think that's good, especially the debrief of the day. That's such a special time where they can share their memories while they're fresh. And and I, I love what you're saying, you know, give each other that affirmation of desirability and how beautiful she is, how handsome he is. All of that is, I think, 
builds connection. And mm. and again, especially, it, I think the worst case scenario would be one or the other saying, you know, I want to have sex and the other being too tired. You know, I've heard a lot of that. You know, yep. I, I wanted to have sex and my partner was drunk and, you know, couldn't get it up or fell asleep in bed or, you know, she fell asleep, all of that. And, and I think that one of the things is the unconscious, right? We, we have these ideas about it and we might not share them and we might not even know them ourselves. I, that's what I would encourage couples to do is just, first of all, think about what your fantasy is and maybe be flexible to adjust that, okay, if, if this happens, we will, or this happens, we won't. Or, you know, we've been teaching in countries where people literally have not touched each other before they get married. And just the idea of, you know, maybe they don't know how to touch each other. They've never talked about it. So all of that, I think, and, and some of their cultural expectations are they're not supposed to talk about it. So, I mean, this is the first time they're really allowed to be sexual, and there's a lot to talk about and a lot to learn. And certainly, we all have cultural influences on how we see this day. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's amazing that most of us never talk about that mm-hmm. with each other. So, how, how cool it is to just put aside a session. Thank you to your son, yeah. you know, for bringing up this topic. And my but daughter. I, and your daughter is actually... Your new daughter, yes. who's been welcome to the family. Which yes, is she really has. Pretty nice. So, actually, let's come back from break and I'll share a little secret. Okay. For ya, this is a product that is so great. We have been advertising this for a while, and George, the reports are coming in. I had a user of For ya contact me and say, I listened to the podcast, I tried it. And I had the best orgasms I have Woo! ever had. That's good I am, promotion I am right there, so, Lori. I am so grateful to them for partnering with us because basically they have ingredients that enhance sexual pleasure. It relieves discomfort. And there's like a cult following of tens of thousands of people who are using this for their sex life. So I just thought this is a really great testimony from one of our listeners already. And it's basically for women to use in their vagina it has cbd oil in it and it kind of has a warming sensation with these botanicals that enhance arousal and sensitivity it basically helps you feel more pleasure and best of all it just turns you on really you get 20 percent off your first order visiting foriawellness.com slash foreplay or use the code foreplay at checkout that's f-o-r-i-a wellness.com forward slash foreplay to get 20% off your first order. I recommend them using the Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil, and trust me, you'll thank me later. Okay, we have a new secret weapon called Green Chef, which is a meal kit company. Basically, it has plans to fit every lifestyle, keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, whatever you need. It offers you balanced meals and basically, we're both using it to save time and for delicious food. How's it going for you, G? It's a big hit in the Fowler house. It's, <laughs> we look forward to Kathy and I just get our little meals, cooking it together. They're healthy. They taste great. I'm a huge fan. 
And that's neat. And they also offer 10-minute lunches now. I don't know if you guys know that. And they also have pre-made, pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices. If you are interested in losing weight, they have kind of a fast and fit for meals that are under 700 calories that can get ready in 25 minutes or less, which is awesome. So I want you to go to greenchef.com slash foreplay 135. Use the code foreplay135 because that gets you $135 off across five boxes. That's your first box ships free, basically. Greenchef.com slash foreplay135. That's the code. Y'all try this. I know you're busy and you know what? You save time in the kitchen and you have more time in the bedroom. That's a double win right there. So you got a secret for us. Let's hear it. That's kind of like a confession. I don't know, Lori. <laughs> oh, come on, G. Well, on my wedding day, which we got married in like a destination wedding in Philadelphia and people traveled and it was in a castle. I mean, it was it was pretty spectacular. Really? Nice. You know, and all my firefighter friends were there. Oh, great. And so it was way too many shots and way too many drinks. And you, know, you could see like in the videos, my progression as the night went on, you know, which... So I, I barely remember the how how my night ended and mm-hmm. how I got back to the hotel room. So, you know, that I, I can relate to the percentage of people that don't have the most remarkable. But the good news is I had a second chance because we had a second wedding reception out at the hotel hotel in California. So oh, this nice. one I was determined <laughs> to make sure I was on top of my game. But, you know, so it feels like I've, um, I I did, I had two weddings, you know, mm-hmm. one, there was this crazy party that I barely remember that was, <laughs> and, but the second one. Do we one, need to do an attachment repair with your wife? Like, I think so. I think you know? we, we've had a lot of conversations <laughs> around. We've never had the conversation beforehand. And I'm sure there's, I mean, even all these years, almost 25 years later, I can still feel my own, like shame and guilt around like how did how did that happen like and yet i wish somebody i would have listened to this podcast before my wedding Mm, to just mm -hmm. kind of you know not get caught up in a moment and just kind of you're seeing people you haven't seen and it's just such a such a powerful powerful Mm -hmm. day so and and i you know i'm a little freudian so i always think everything means something. And I think there is a lot of trepidation in all of us as we join. You know, Mm. there's parts of us that want to hang on to the otherness, the autonomy, the separateness. And and sometimes it's like, you know, I think the drinking can be part of the nervousness of not sex particularly, but just we're merging into this new relationship. And there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of importance that goes into a wedding but but also just the idea of marrying you know like what does this mean to us and Mm -hmm. all of that gets poured into sex you know because sex is merger and so i think that that can be part of the reason these things happen it's not just you know the party it's also about our feelings that need to be processed and talked through, like, why did I do that? This might be why. And sometimes when we can process those feelings out loud and think about them, our partner can say, okay, you know, I I can get that now. You know, I really get 
what you might have been going through and all of that. And I, I don't know. I, I just think as we have conversations about those times that might not have gone so well with our partner, and that's what I would encourage people to do is, you know, you might not be getting married, but you might have been married and had a a party night like George did. And, you know, maybe just go for it and think about it a little bit. You know, why was that? What what was happening? What was you know, it's it's so easy to fall in with my buddies versus like this whole new thing that I'm facing. I don't know. What do you think, G? Is that too deep? I, I do think it's too deep. I think our <laughs> listeners know that you're a deep person who likes to see, you know, shadows and gray and kind of all these areas. Sometimes I'm just a simple guy. A cigar is a cigar, Lori. And sometimes you just have too much to drink and the timing is what it is. But I do like the idea of exploring it anyway. And a big theme of our podcast is even we know 10% of sexual encounters don't end so well. Mm. It's okay. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Like it, it gives you a chance to start talking about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, you, you can find, you understand yourself and your partner a little bit better through having these conversations. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of newlyweds aren't prepared to have these conversations. Right? They don't know how to talk about sex. Oh, they don't yeah. talk about sex. Oh, so it, yeah. could, it's, it could start some some bad momentum right from the get-go. Sure. If it doesn't end the way one person or both people are really hoping for. So, But if that's the case, even 20 years later, it's worthwhile having a conversation about it. Being able to, to share maybe some of your disappointment or, mm-hmm. you know, I think for a lot of people, it, it's you might be dreaming that day your whole life. So it's, it does have these big expectations placed on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you have this fairy tale ending and it, it, you don't wind up having sex, that, that could do something to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's some wisdom in that, that maybe, you know, most kids are getting married when they're still fairly young and they're not necessarily that emotional to talk about what they were feeling or to even think about all that. So, so maybe they can't do that and it could you know, start something that they can't really figure out together. But I don't know. I'm a big fan of a second marriage. <laughs> Doing it again. 10 years later, 20 years later, you, you, you get a chance to replay it. Mm-hmm. If it, if to you the were same a little, person, right? To the same you person. If, you, if it was a little disappointing that night, you know, do it over. If it was great that night, celebrate it. I think there is something really important about continuing on those anniversaries to think about it. Not, you know, laying your baggy sweatpants and just kind of, which is fine, but that's a day to do a little swing dance and get out there and, you know, have a nice dinner. Just kind of spend that time investing in the more romantic part of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, anniversaries, uh, that's what an anniversary could be is every year you could take back a little bit and make it magical again or redo you know there's always do-overs yeah i remember our first year anniversary we went to uh some bed and breakfast somewhere and we had a year cake that was frozen we had that and we had the champagne glasses and like all the memorabilia that just allowed us to kind of rekindle that 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 night which was really nice and your wife is sentimental, right? I think I saw those champagne glasses in some Facebook post recently even. Yeah, she took it and I think our 20-year anniversary somewhere. So Very nice. 
Very nice. But what does that do when you are sentimental and it brings your brain back to, you know, uh, that's the beautiful thing. Our body doesn't know time, right? It just, mm-hmm. it, we can go right back with the smell or the sight or something. So prime the pump, take out those pictures, listen to those songs, dance the dance. You, you'll be surprised at how your body just goes back in time and you get to replay something that's so special. Mm, I agree. I agree. You know, having my son get married, there were a lot of things that I think they were entirely more mature than we were, uh, for sure. But just, you know, seeing the intention that they had about Mm -hmm. what they wanted to create and how hard they worked at that. And Kate is really intentional about all kinds of things. You know, she has a group of young women that she meets with regularly, and they set out sort of a whole set of issues that they feel like they want to work on in themselves and they talk with each other. It's really beautiful. So I know that. And she and my son have a weekly meeting every, you know, every week they meet about particular things and they, I guess they discuss finances and practical things, but then they also hold some space to talk about anything that they might not have talked about that needs to be talked about. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, you're you're so far ahead of the game. It's it's really great. Maybe we should have Kate on as a special guest. <laughs> Kate can teach us a lot, for sure. And Soren, he's he's really a great communicator, too. I mean, throughout all this wedding process, you know, there were just all kinds of misses here and there. And I'm sure parents of kids getting married know exactly what I'm talking about. And you know, we just had this great conversation. He was like, you know, mom, we've always been able to talk things through and this is what I'm feeling. And he said the most beautiful thing, and I'm going to probably cry as I mm. say it, but it was the night before the wedding and he was alone in the kitchen finishing, practicing his vows. And I came downstairs and he, he said, you know, mom, from the moment I asked her to marry me, that's all I wanted. I don't care about anything that happens the only thing i want to do is marry kate Mm. and he's crying and i'm crying and we just we spent the weekend crying it was just so beautiful that's the power of love Mm -hmm. i know a lot of younger people question monogamy and are we made for that and if half couples end in divorce like what's going on i flip it around i'm like how do over half actually it is couples stay together for a lifetime with no map no manual you know not a lot of people growing up with good role models on what it's supposed to look like and yet people figure it out what's the chances of that of Mm -hmm. meeting somebody and spending the rest of your life when both you have an option at any point to kind of go somewhere else i think that's pretty pretty magical I think it shows us all the power of love and you know your son really captured it there i mean he's so He's so grateful, right, to just to be in that space mm-hmm. and that connection with Kate. It's really, mm-hmm. really nice to see. Beautiful thing. Yep. So That's why weddings make us all so happy, right? It just it kind of reminds us what's best about life and why it we're is. here. Yep. It's such a strong feeling and such a, a joy to be a part of, you know, kind of swept up in that emotion. And it's, it, it, is, it was lovely. And that's our hope for our listeners, that even if your wedding night wasn't fantastic, you could do it over, right? We all deserve. And again, and again, and, and again. And again, and again. <laughs> and we all deserve those moments where our emotional bond was just prioritized, where we can just really send each other really 
direct signals on how much we matter, how important we are, how life wouldn't be the same without this other person. Yep. That's some really cool stuff. Well, just join me in wishing my kids blessings and happiness. And I wish that for all of our couples out there as well. We offer you our blessings for happiness, connection, and great sex. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. We'd just love to invite you to our Great Sex, Great Love Couples Retreat on Friday, October 28th, 10 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. George and I are really going to help you apply what you learn in the podcast to your relationship. So if your marriage or partnership is functional, but it's not that exciting, or you want to deepen that connection and really improve your intimacy or, you know, make sex something that isn't just a check off your list and try to bring the sizzle back, please join us. We are going to spend a whole day enhancing your relationship and intimacy, dealing with the cycle, making it safe for you to talk about desire, talk about the actual sex acts that you're doing. Also express what's going on in your mind, body and heart and your spirit to find deeper sexual connection with each other. That's October 28th. You can find it on foreplaysextherapy.com under our resources to sign up now. Okay, so tell us about your cutting edge training that you're doing on success and vulnerability. Lori, we just keep pushing it. Coming up with a new module on the playbook of a pursuer, playbook of a witcher, really practical moment by moment moves of what a therapist can use. And we're so focused on what's happening in session. Enough there's talk about theories and these global things. We, I think most therapists are looking for, what do I do in this moment? Give me a tool, George. So that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. I am so glad you guys are doing this work. I think it helps us be organized to see you do it. You do demos, you do explanations, teaching. It really is interactive. And I think that so many trainings that we sit through don't give us an opportunity for that. So what you're doing is really important. No, we try to emphasize the teach it, show it, do it model of learning. You need to have some ideas, so we try to teach those. And then we try to show what it looks like implementing those ideas. But most importantly, you now got to practice it. That's how they become yours. And that's what we want our, our listeners and watchers to do is become their own moves. Find George and his teaching at successandvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.